हेलो एवरीवन मैं सबसे भारी आकाश तिवारी टुडे वी हैव मिस्टर आनंद भडकामकर द सीईओ ऑफ डैन इंडिया सो डैन डेंसू एजेस नेटवर्क इज वर्ल्ड सेकंड लार्जेस्ट मीडिया एंड कम्युनिकेशन एजेंसी एंड आनंद इज द सीईओ ऑफ डैन इंडिया सो मेक श्योर कि तुम लोगों को भले मेरा शक्ल पसंद ना है बट तुम लोग उसका पूरा पॉडकास्ट देखो ओके ठीक है सो आनंद बिफोर स्टार्टिंग आई जस्ट वांट टू आस्क यू हाउ मेनी टाइम्स योर नेम हैव बीन मिसप्रोनाउंस्ड लाइक मिस्टर भड़का मानकर और भड़का मत कर और ब्रह्मास्त्र लाइक व्हाट इज द मेन नेम यू हैव गॉट या फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल प्लेजर टू बी हियर आई वाज गोइंग टू सॉर्ट ऑफ कॉम्प्लीमेंट यू ऑन प्रोनाउंसिंग माय सरनेम प्रॉपर्ली एक्चुअली इन द फर्स्ट गो ओके इट एक्चुअली एट टाइम्स कम्स इन एज भड़कार और और भमडमकर मींस देयर हैव बीन वेरी फनी प्रोनाउंसिएशंस बट या द नेम इट गेट्स कंफ्यूज्ड भंडारकर भड़कम इट्स इज भड़कमकर एक्चुअली स्टूडेंट Homemaker, or you're working, or whatever you're having business, or you're in the migrant laborers, right? Because yeah. something nobody imagined. Behaviors are definitely changing. The way we were operating before COVID and post COVID, that's definitely changing because social distancing, more yeah, yeah. awareness about health, and keeping that uh, sort of uh, uh, separation between how how we are operating, that sort of comes uh, quite quite strongly. But what's changing very very much digital? I don't know whether you remember. There's been this WhatsApp message which keeps on going. Who has in in an organization? what has made the digital transformation was it cio was it co or was it covid 19 and uh, yeah. i think most of the companies would say it's covid 19 because what's happened is people have started working from home uh, yeah. no one had imagined that you would be at home for two months first and uh, the work would go on many of the companies the work is going on except yeah. you are in manufacturing sector or something that's a different firm yes but that is going to be a big change as you move back the consumer behaviors are changing people are going more on online learning or online shopping the behavior of payments are becoming online moving towards that as so that digital effect is definitely going to be much larger in your day to day operations uh, then when you are commuting uh, keeping mm. that social distancing or earlier you used to have lunch on uber olas or or the shared services that shared yeah. mobility is something which we would to see as we are moving so that personal space uh, we definitely would see for immediate term it's definitely going to be a, quite a bit of a change and uh, work front wise uh, in offices as you would have heard also many of the companies are saying they'll start for work from home uh, working pcs has announced yeah. or many companies in us also are saying i don't want to have that workspace now why not i drop it by 50% or uh, some something up to steppers yeah so that kind of a way would uh, change more uh, sort of at home uh, kind of uh, things for people so that's going to be a complete change in this from economic perspective it's definitely everyone is saying like each country is saying it's uh, india we are saying make in india atmanirbhar is something which is coming yeah. up there is a to that as well right because uh, uh, dealing with other countries how they are or what's happening over there you really don't know so it's better that you sort of are self reliant as well so any such thing comes in, i don't want to be caught off guard so going forward even uh, countries people societies will be quite quite uh, cautious quite uh, sort of uh, reliant in that way and uh, taking quite a focus on uh, digital first kind of an approach actually okay so yeah coming to digital like i have read about it ki uh, you had said that 
fifty percent of your revenue was digital, which is a good thing. So, have you guys capitalized on it, or has that given you any advantage? And thirty-five uh, percent of your, I uh, mean, you guys are the market leader in out of home also, which is not working. So, how are you planning to reorganize it? Yeah. Digital has it given you advantage and the out of home thing? So, yeah, both are they're not two ends, but in a way they are different, right? And uh, they are impacted in a very different way. Yeah. You see, digital, uh, digital consumption, OTT platforms, or you would say uh, your your apps, you, hmm. uh, Netflixes, hmm. Amazon. Uh, the consumption has gone up drastically. Or even your uh, online gaming. That's something yeah. which is uh, taking up. So that definitely, from business perspective, and as we are moving, that huge plus, right? Because uh, Companies want to be more tech-oriented. You want to uh, start tech programs and uh, projects much faster, and that's something which is moving. Speaking purely from advertising perspective, definitely there's a huge impact. Be it uh, digital or TV or uh, say out of home, it's it's largely impacted because uh, there's no com or trade happening in the market. Everybody is at home. No one is moving out. Uh, the cells are there only for those uh, until now. It was for basic necessities, right? Because it was yeah. nothing beyond that. So that was something quite impacted. So while uh, you, me, we would be watching more uh, maybe movies, or you would be uh, spending some time on okay, something like that. But that still doesn't mean, in the commercial sense or the advertising sense of a market here, that's not something which gives him the advertising dollar by the uh, uh, publisher community, if you want to call it that way, right? Okay. So there's definitely huge traction. Digital is improving. But the other side of that is the form which you mentioned, or yeah. events. It's purely a physical space. Wherever there is a physical interaction, that has come to a knot because your people are not moving out, or even if it's holdings out of home space. Unless people are out, there's no point in going and advertising or putting a billboard up because no one is going to watch that. So that is something which is drastically uh, impacted. But as we are seeing coming COVID, uh, we are. Trying to get more digitization into that space, or when you're talking of events, it's more digital events. You can't create those physical events or uh, something like uh, happening on the grounds, or those uh, music shows which used to happen, mm. or or uh, even IPL is postponed, right? Yeah. People are not going to come there unless there's a clarity. You get a vaccine for uh, COVID, it's going to be much much sort of uh, delayed, and it's going to be impacted. So what's happening over there is we are looking at uh, digital events or uh, creating that virtual experience. So you okay. use augmented reality for that, uh, or or uh, machine learning, and then sort of driving that to create that experience maybe home or if you are in offices because people start going to office. So creating that. So that's where we are moving on that events or uh, out of home space and getting more digitization built in uh, over there. So that's how we are trying to move in. And, uh, but you are right, means that out of home space or event space is going to take some time. There was, they were leaders getting into the COVID uh, problem in that sense. And yeah. there will be the laggards when it comes for businesses coming out of uh, the COVID challenge, actually. Yeah. That's how they are. And where digital has remained as quite constant, and I think it would lead uh, the coming out of uh, COVID as well, much faster. So as I told you, my audience is more of you, more of youth oriented. Okay, I want to ask you, yeah. ki freshers ko kitna importance diya jata hai, and how can they pave their path into this industry, like media communications, advertising? If you see freshers, or if you see the uh, average age which we have in our, uh, and because a large portion is digital, mm-hmm. it's it's around 25, 26 years is the age of our uh, staff. Means our average largest number of staff. Uh, In our uh, agencies, is between 25 to 30. Okay. Uh, people beyond 40 are very few, and it, uh, beyond 45 still goes down. So it's a very young population, and in the digital space, uh, there's there's huge scope for the young uh, population if you're coming out. 
in social media, it's on uh, digital creative uh, aspect or search performance. We are doing digital marketeering. There's a huge scope over there, huge scope to learn. And from there, there are also a lot of learning opportunities and uh, future opportunities where you want to move away from there. Uh, not necessarily in media and uh, advertising spectrum, but from there you want to be in uh, other digital uh, companies or tech companies or there, there's your UX generation, you create consumer experiences. So all of that sort of comes in uh, in, in this entire aspect. Uh, so huge scope for the young talent if you're coming out of graduation or you're doing your any uh, media uh, sort of uh, graduation list. From there, definitely huge scope, learning uh, consumer behaviors, taking uh, data analytics. I think that's something which is uh, sort of coming up, uh, time and again for all the teams. So that's that's definitely a big plus for the young population. And that's what people are looking for, actually. Okay. Lots of opportunities. Though. Okay. There's this one controversial thing which I want to ask you. Okay. So there's this one accusation which is made that a lot of ads are just made for the awards and not for clients. So is this true? And hmm. if... Yes, and what is your take on that? No, so see, uh, typically the awards are for uh, celebrating the creativity, right? Because ultimately, yeah. uh, when you say advertising, it's ultimately uh, if it's media buying or media planning or anything, what works is the idea, right? Uh, audiences are in ad business and are ultimately to go out and say that uh, what works best and what was the best uh, sort of creative or, or which was the best idea. Mm-hmm. Now that was perfect. So as in any uh, competition, there would be certain cases where you would find such uh, instances, like uh, there would be uh, entries you would find which are, aren't necessarily the chill uh, advertising entries. It would be just sort of award-related entries. Mm-hmm. You would find that uh, kind of thing uh, happening uh, in multiple places. This used to be quite uh, large earlier, but now all the award shows over the last two, three years or more than uh, around three, four years, it mm-hmm. has become quite stringent. And so when you are entering the awards also, the organizers do want to see that that actually has actually been uh, placed uh, in media or that actually has run through. So uh, that malaria, it's not that it goes away. People might want to misuse because there would be some cruants, right? So that always would come in. But I would say more than 95% of the awards or award entries which come in, they always are through the real work which clients and agencies have sort of uh, done together. And ultimately, uh, from my perspective, the awards or the award shows are more on celebrating that talent and celebrating that creativity and taking that forward. So I, I like to look at the positive sides of that, that how it sort of inspires other people and then sort of uh, makes them move forward rather than uh, living in the controversies and just sort of sulking in that, that what's happening or not happening. Take the positives and move on. And that's what I actually uh, look at. Like Noted. In the land thing that Akuna Matata. Oh, okay, 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 got it. So, we all say that we don't have anything in our hands. Professors say this, that we don't have anything in our hands. And even in corporates, the seniors say the same thing, that we don't have anything in our hands. Okay, so as a CEO, what are those things that you don't have anything in your hands? Like, what are you not able to do? Sir? No, see, it's nothing like that, right? Because it's ultimately your own, uh, if it's to do with career, yeah. or any decision making or what you're doing. It's ultimately in your hands, right? Because you'll have your sphere of uh, control or, or there's this uh, concept called your sphere of control, right? Because there are certain things which you need to know. That there would be certain things which uh, are within your control. Then uh, as you keep on growing, uh, then your, that sphere of control has to increase. It means you would need to influence some other people. Uh, if you're not a CEO or say you're, you're a junior most person, you cannot take the call on, uh, say, a company-wide call. But you can always create some environment towards that. You can, if you are so passionate about that, 
you can always start moving towards that. You can speak to your boss, your senior, or what, what is your thought? Speak, speak out that thing. Take it forward. You can create or influence. Control is something which is, uh, uh, there are certain things which are in your control, which you can uh, sort of impress upon or drive. That you'll do. But if today I say that uh, I want to know, uh, say I'm CEO of Dan India and I want to take call on what India's economy should be or what should uh, our prime minister take as a call on yeah. stimulus, that's not in your control. But what you can do is if you really feel passionate about that, start going to social media, start creating that noise or awareness, ensure that that reaches the right place. As long as you look at that in a positive way and positive manner and uh, looking at that, the outcome is something which you're looking for. Hmm. You set the expectations also correctly and then drive us for that. That's something which you need to keep in your mind. Uh, but you can't just give up. Uh, A, you need to know what you're saying or what you're looking at. Okay. And... Uh, control that should not be used as an excuse. It's not to say that I just put the blame on somebody else. That's something you feel something passionately, just go for that. Start driving and sort of working towards that. Start creating that. The example which I said of that sphere of it's me, then it might be my immediate boss. It might be wider than that. Or you are in a say a regional network and somebody in the region. How do you start creating that and how do you start influencing? So that art of influencing starts becoming quite uh, critical then as you move forward then. Okay, yeah, art of influencing is uh, very critical and important. So tell me, how are you using that art of influencing? Like, how are you working on that? So that, that's something you need to use uh, from time to time, right? Means, uh, if you see, uh, speak about me, for me also, I've moved away from, I was a CFO up to last yeah, year in, yeah. in Dan, right? So I moved from a finance or, or a sort of function position into uh, the business side or the CEO position. So that means speaking with a lot more people or, or engaging with a lot more people and then driving that. So uh, it's, it's essentially uh, using your relationships and how you are dealing with your other counterparts and uh, making your vision clear, making your uh, outlook clear and uh, be open in your communication, transparent in your communications. That's something you need to be uh, clear with. And uh, I, I believe not going into a meeting with some uh, hidden agenda or something sort of uh, in your back pocket kind of thing. As long as you are transparent, you're open, and uh, you have with a clear mindset and clear goals in mind, and you're looking at the right outcome. I think that's something which helps and people do respond to that. So that's what you need to sort of look at. And uh, yeah, art of influencing is definitely something which uh, will come with time. You need to be more open, communicative, uh, articulating yourself. So that's something which would be uh, coming as you move on. But uh, it gets critical as you start moving off. You've been into this industry for 21 years, I think. So like eight years in Lentas and then uh, you're in Dan. So That's 21 right. years, 21 yeah. years, right? That's right. So in this 21 years, uh, it's obvious that you had made some mistakes, right? So uh, can you tell me like few mistakes, your major mistakes from which you have learned or maybe regretted it or anything? like Mistakes in the sense, uh, I can't sort of call out just now, uh, whichever. I would say the positives definitely. I think one thing was joining uh, Dan. At that point of time, because when I joined, uh, it was Aegis Media at that point of time. Yeah. And Lintas, which I was working for, was, uh, and still it's, it's a very strong company. Yeah. And when we started uh, uh, Aegis at that time, we were around 68 odd employees. Hmm. And from there, today we are uh, 3,700 employees as we have grown over the last 11 years. So from there, we have come here. So when I was joining there, that was one big thing that am I making a mistake by uh, sort of leaving such a decent job and moving into this kind of a startup kind of a scenario or, or moving on. If, that would have sort of worked out in a negative manner. That was a mistake, but it really has clicked. Uh, we, we worked together, the entire senior management team, which was at that time, 
all of us we have uh, stayed together straight through and that's sort of uh, benefited all of us so that mistake is something it's more as a learning right means i won't say anything that sort of comes out yeah. it's going to give you a, a mistake or an error uh, is you take some positive of that say there are learnings and move on from there rather than sulking on that that's that's something which is a more important thing so uh, as i said if that would have been some negative i said big mistake what did i do the learning over there would have been uh, i should think twice before taking any such decision but uh, the counter side of that is that's working positive obviously it's a good one move on so yeah uh, everything is going to be positive if you keep that way and uh, what i think of because it's my uh, auditing background also right because was with yeah. understanding before that before i joined intas so we had this common thing that what could go wrong right means in this entire thing uh, if something goes on you're working on thing you're doing, uh, any finance transaction something what could go wrong on this just identify that and then move on from there because you're just trying to protect and sort of uh, cover that and uh, take it forward so then mm. there are more learning i would say uh, you come across uh, in your corporate journey or even in life also as you're moving on so just take positives out of that and move forward so okay okay got it let's come to small and medium agencies or uh, maybe you know there are a lot of media agencies right now who are working on a niche okay there may be uh, the media is only focusing on sports or maybe art or something okay so what about these agencies what should they focus on uh, right now and uh, what should be their next step small agency niche agencies and small agencies both would be different right because okay. uh, small agencies would be from size means when you say small it's more on size basis yeah but that again is each one's need also right i would put it into different parts means you have started some company or i started my business i'm happy within what i'm doing because that's what i want to be and i want to enjoy something outside of that that's the case then that small agency also is quite successful agency it means it might be a 20 member or 10 member agency mm. but that's how as a promoter i had set out to do and i had my multiple other things to be uh, done around with that then that goes on as uh, a small agency on its own uh, sense but whichever agency it is what you need to be quite clear about is you need to sort of start future gazing because in whichever field you are watching outside what's going to come in the new trends that are coming in you don't want to be caught off guard or you don't want to be sort of left behind when when suddenly the things change now in the current world is changing almost overnight so yeah. you can't always be ahead of time or you can always be sort of saying that i will know everything but mm. you need to be aware that what's generally coming in the market or where it's moving towards so small agencies or medium agencies that's where it could be and from business perspective uh, do ensure you are well protected you have your risks with you uh, don't uh, get over exposure so when yeah. you're looking at growth also you need to decide how you are growing are you having that sufficient backup for that and then, then you are growing ahead so don't try to over leverage because we are in advertising or in service industry right our, our critical talent or our assets are all of people nothing more than that so we need to ensure is investing in people investing in their talent or their learnings and take it forward from there and your other point about the niche agencies where you need to focus on there's a niche you are identified keep on specializing because deep specialization itself actually sort of start uh, giving you more benefits this is where develop some skills and some some specialties definitely focus on that and keep on developing that uh, just because something else is happening in the market mm. uh, doesn't mean that then i would keep up my uh, that niche area because to your course is what at times you would call it right so that's something you need to do but again as i said you'll need to see how the market is moving and so i should you shouldn't be in that uh, mind frame also that i'm i'm specializing in this so i won't do anything else at all so there's a fine balance or that uh, line. thin line you need to sort of yeah. trade on but uh, 
I think that comes with experience or how you would see in the market as well. Okay, okay. So uh, let's uh, let's move on to quick rapid fires. Okay, no explanation, just answers. Yeah. Whatever you feel like. Okay, but answer should be spontaneous. Yeah. Okay. Myths or stereotypes about media industry? Uh, it's just people party a lot, or, or uh, all <laughs> nothing night, late, or, working uh, late. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. One thing WPP Group has, but you guys uh, don't. Scale. Scale. Okay, and what is the other Scale way around? in the market. They're, they're, they're largest. Yeah, obviously. So, uh, other way around, we have uh, deep specializations in our uh, uh, digital out of home. So, we, we they are much, much uh, stronger on those counts. But oh. WPP, I mean, sadly, the true. Means they, are, they, are, they are the largest in the market, the oldest. Uh, they are the first agency in the country, actually. So, they have that advantage as well. They started almost 110 years back. More than first mover advantage in that way. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, skills people should be learning? Uh, definitely uh, digital. Okay. Or uh, data X. That's something which should be uh, learning. Okay. Finance uh, in the business or a financial, some other companies and finance in a media company. The difference. Finance in other industries and finance in media companies. Yeah. So uh, in media companies, it's uh, again, it's sort of uh, completely unorganized. So it's like creating a fence around, you would say, on media and uh, creative agencies. So it's like creating some semblance or grading order in uh, chaos. It's what the finance and media agencies need to sort of work around. Because you've got creatives around, you've got uh, all these. Uh, 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 people uh, running with creative juices and then sort of they just want you to sort of go out and whereas you need to get that semblance in or sort of get order in that entire chaos actually. If you go to the manufacturing sector, the network is quite structured. It starts from the beginning in the production line itself. It will be automated. It starts with a very organized manner. So. Okay. Okay. Best campaign during COVID? One is our Indeed uh, team has uh, done some excellent work actually. Uh, our, our CSR team. So working with uh, some of our clients, uh, Vivo or Maruti, on, on uh, giving uh, distribution of masks or, or working with uh, uh, police or local government in so having that uh, food distribution or something. So yeah. I would say in this COVID scenario, more than the creative work or, or getting the messaging across, it was more uh, where the agencies went out or, or uh, which went out and supported teams. I think that was much more uh, critical as, as the network. So. PSR work by all uh, the organizations which they did. That's something which I would uh, rate much more than uh, a TV commercial or, or a print commercial which uh, came out actually because that was more messaging. But uh, otherwise, uh, what comes out is there was this uh, film about all the film stars uh, creating awareness about stay at home and be responsible. So those themes are actually quite uh, useful, Mr. passing on that social messaging. But for me, uh, the themes which were out there in the market or out there in the field and sort of uh, doing that uh, delivery, actually, that, that was quite critical, actually. Okay, yeah. Shittiest thing you have witnessed being a CEO? There's nothing I would say as a shittiest thing or a worst thing. because Weirdest uh, thing, anything. Okay, okay, you can right? fix so, it. So. <laughs> So there's nothing like that. It's maybe at times people reaction or people behavior. That's something you would find at one day that uh, that you feel that's really weird or that's we need really one example. We need one example. We need one example. So I can't remember as as anything as shitty or or something horrible or something. It like might be some negotiations behavior. which go wrong. Okay. okay. So it, like the negotiations that might go wrong or people just out of the meeting actually you're just trying to sort of uh, have chats 
So there was this uh, one thing, uh, one online meeting or call which we were having, and uh, there was a disagreement. A person just walked off, and on the other side, the entire team was actually sitting on trying to explain. After two three minutes, they realized that the other person has switched off actually, something like that. So, so something of that sort. So, so that again is again your negotiations or something of that stuff. So it's it's. Okay. Uh, experiences actually. Okay. There, there is uh, one side in that also. So, yeah. Oh shit, man! I'm just imagining what would be that situation. Like, what would be their reactions? Okay. Okay. What do you think? Like, what are the vectors on which the things would go on? How would be the next media media uh, business spending on media, or how would the teams work? Like, there would be team members from Dan and freelancers, or uh, what would be the next scenario? No, so which uh, as I was saying earlier, right? Because as we are moving forward, this post-COVID yeah. uh, workforce still continue for a while. The teams are going to be here together, but it's not going to be as it was before. Earlier, that it used to be every drop of a hat, people will have team meetings, or you'll be in a CCD, or or at the end of the day, at be in a pub yeah. or somewhere, and then having those yeah. uh, pitch meetings or discussions, right? That's not going yeah. to happen. That would be a lot through uh, like Zoom calls or uh, Teams meetings or uh, your VCs. Because with clients also, that's what clients would expect. Right? Earlier, the production shoots and all uh, people used to be out there. Now that's going to be much more curtailed. So that's going to be uh, which uh, sort of going to be a reduced way, lesser interaction, but more uh, digital uh, movement. And uh, where media or growth is going to come from is definitely uh, the digital will be growing uh, quite a bit or uh, quite fast. That's already happening. The digital transformation or, or uh, marketeers moving more digital e-commerce platforms getting much larger traction because your uh, normal deliveries are getting uh, switched to uh, that aspect. So digital interactions are going to go through uh, roof, I would say, or it's going to have a huge, huge uh, upside. So that will something which moves towards. So wherever there is a digital engine, that will have a large play to uh, move on. And uh, from people perspective, again, uh, freelancing or uh, permanent employees, that's not going to be that much. It's based on how the work flows and how the uh, experience and expertise sort of starts flowing in. So it's not going to be splitting between uh, freelancing or uh, uh, in-house teams or something. Uh, it would move on as it is, but only from where you're delivering that service. I think that's going to change quite a lot. Quite a lot. Okay. Actually, I had a few questions. Uh, I put it on my Instagram and other uh, LinkedIn everywhere. And people responded to it. So I had asked them any thoughts on media yeah. communication or advertising agencies. So I, I just want you to respond on few of them. Okay. Not all of it, but few yeah. of them. So uh, here we go. The first person question asking is why do most ads have emotional triggers and uh, tear jerkers only instead of making an ad theme for brand? Again, the award thing. See, the, that would change from uh, each narrative, right? Because when you're yeah. doing a creative for a brand or, or, or where we are saying, what is the target audience? Because it will start with the entire research. Whenever team working on that, it would go with the complete, what is the audience? What is the brand requirement? What is the reach? And what are the final uh, goals of that particular communication? So the creative which gets uh, created or it will be sort of uh, generated would be with that target audience in mind and where you are sort of trying to convey the communication. Okay. So, uh, Indian ads, I would say, uh, even your know, Bollywood films and all also, right? Emotions are always quite high in an Indian uh, sort of environment. Yeah. You compare that with American ad or, or European ad, much more drier in that way. So, yeah. they are not with so much of emotion or personal interaction. Whereas, Asian community as it is, it's more personal in that way. I mean, it can uh, beat any uh, Southeast Asian or you say any 
um, Chinese or or uh, Singaporean person also, you're more yeah. sort of personally uh, impacted in that way in your emotions. Whereas uh, you go to uh, Europe or America, it's a slightly lesser on that uh, emotional uh, aspect. So ads also at times follow that route, and sometimes yeah, they might go extreme way. But they're always goods and bads, right? So it's not like uh, one size fits all, or it's uh, saying that all the ads are like that. I think that, that that won't be the right thing. There are some amazing ads which uh, Linda's so, O&M from Dance they come up with. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But so, so someone is saying ethical ni onka kaam. That that may be each one's uh, view, right? Because uh, I like some ad, you like some ad, and advertisement or film creation or creativity is like that personal thing. Something which you like, uh, you would like, but I might hate that completely. So it's, yeah. it's each uh, one's choice, actually. As long as there's no false communication or there's no claims in that. I think that's one of the basic things, actually. Content marketing is going to grow at rapid speed because uh, that is the area which is like booming a lot. Content marketing and uh, like the content, so that's creators, content creators working with the brands and agencies. Yeah, yeah. So that's right. So your earlier question, actually, good, good you asked that, actually, that uh, in future what's going to happen or what's going where. Yeah. So what we have said earlier also is three V's arms which are going to rule as well. And post-COVID yeah. also, uh, that will still continue, right? Mm. So that, that's going to sort of move in. Uh, so uh, videos are going to be quite large. Uh, vernacular is going to be uh, quite large. And vernacular is means regional. Yeah. That content creation uh, out of that. So that's something uh, which will sort of uh, move in. And that content creation is going to be critical for being on uh, your OTTs, your platforms, or being on uh, television yeah. and uh, see TikTok or uh, you get on uh, YouTube or, or Facebook. Like TikTok, it's, it's uh, gone through the roof. It's, uh, now it's become so easy that anybody sitting in a village or somewhere, you can that, uh, just uh, upload a video and you can start creating that and uh, sharing that. So that yeah. content creation is going to keep on moving up uh, and that's where the entertainment starts coming. Influencers start coming in. So, okay. Yeah. I, and I, the I, third I, is actually voice, actually. Voice. So the search bit. About us, the freshers, the young age, okay, uh, what they should be doing right now and uh, what should be their mindset? So just now, definitely, as, as you see, if you're passing out or, or sort of you're uh, into the final years or something, yeah. this COVID definitely situation has changed quite a lot, right? Because it suddenly feels that what's going to happen, what's not going to happen. So uh, currently, uh, you have to be positive. Obviously, uh, India has a huge growth potential. Means India's story is not going away. This year would be bad. That definitely looks like uh, these two quarters are definitely going to be quite challenging. But businesses will bounce back. And by next year, it's definitely going to come up. And uh, long-term, India has huge growth potential. So there's always positive. So the time currently which uh, uh, your generation or the youth have presently, uh, taking more courses, learning more uh, skill sets, actually. Uh, taking okay. something more, uh, maybe it's on digital side or uh, online are uh, available in Ample. So more on communications or more on any other skill sets which you want to sort of uh, uh, get on, arm yourself with and uh, sort of uh, start driving that uh, forward. Opportunities wow. will keep on coming. This is a slight dip for some time. From there, uh, it's going to come back up and it's again going to open up. So you should be ready for that and just be uh, prepared for that. So as you start creating what do you want, uh, have some brief plan. You, you can't plan for what's going to happen after four years or five years because as you keep on, you'll keep on uh, work, uh, moving towards there. But yeah. broadly, what you want to do, uh, draft your sort of objective and start working towards that. And essentially in the current time when uh, there's a bit of ambiguity, 
keep on arming yourself with more and more courses uh, there are harvard courses or, or there are many other courses which are available online for free also nowadays actually yeah. so just sort of keep on, uh, subscribing and start learning more and more over there and uh, after that if it's there uh, maybe you guys can join dan also so the, whoever are in uh, marketing i am i am interest. ready to do it that's the yes, reason sir, guys. i'm on podcast with you <laughs> The next message to buy is going to be that buddy take me in Iran. So, uh, so once the start, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. So yeah, I, I'm going to record this, huh? That uh, you have said that we can. <laughs> what things you look at when you plan to acquire an agency, like when you focus on acquisitions? What are the things you look into? Mm-hmm. See, the acquisitions uh, aren't way of uh, necessarily growing your business. Just thinking that I will just grow my business. it has to be part of your uh, growth strategy or yeah. or your uh, overall strategy so when we look at acquisitions obviously look at uh, how they would fit into our overall uh, long term strategy and what we look for is either it should be scale that is uh, it should give us huge scale in the market wherever whichever business you are it's not necessarily us but when you're looking at an acquisition either that should give you a scale it's not just for buying profits you want to have that muscle with you uh, that would be one thing second thing would be infill means there are certain capabilities which you don't have with you uh, then you would want them in your business either you develop them or at times it might be a good idea to have a large business joining you and which uh, catapults you to the next level so you, you would do that or otherwise uh, it's the capability which are missing completely means there's a new set in the market that you want to sort of bring onto your uh, business uh, let's say its content is something which is uh, developing much faster it's not with you you would want to uh, develop that uh, so uh, broadly on these three things uh, we do look at and almost uh, all of the networks all, all of the business also you would try to see on these lines uh, if you are looking at acquisition just to add to your profit that's not going to help you in the long term because that's not something which you and what's most important in uh, acquisition also is uh, the uh, integration right so that needs to uh, work together culture of both the organizations those who are acquiring and those who are being acquired because once the acquisition is done people will be working with each other if the culture is completely different then uh, it's not be a successful marriage in that way so that gets quite critical so we uh, broadly see as as a tamrul these things ought to be there and obviously then there would be all concerns and other things which coming in so the commercial considerations but uh, basically your scale infill or capability that goes as the core thing actually when you would look at acquisitions also okay okay so uh, thank you so much anand i hope you enjoyed our podcast like how did you feel like it was good yeah it was really good good experience it's really nice it was a pleasure speaking with you okay okay thank you so much very really well conducted <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us and uh, i'm going to message you about joining dan <laughs> sure <laughs> definitely definitely sure sure okay, okay take care and all the best rakesh yes thank you so much thank you anand woo so that was anand bhadkamkar and i hope you enjoyed the session hum log aise logo ko aur bulane wale hain bahut sare alag alag log bulane wale hain so make sure you learn to enjoy and make sure ki tum log hame aur bhi suggest karo ki hum log kya karna chahiye just give us feedback and uh, milte hain hum log woo thank you so much